0: Welcome to Add to Cart, the show where we celebrate creativity and commerce. There are millions of products that we never give a second thought. They're just essentials to our day. And one of those essential items is bras. But if you were one of the members of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, you were wearing a bra that probably didn't fit until this brand, Pepper, came along. It's why I'm delighted to have the co-founder and co-CEO of the fabulous bra company Pepper on the show today. Welcome to the show, Jacqueline Fu.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I love your company because it solves something that people inherently experienced, but there wasn't a product to fix it. Mm -hmm. You obviously started the company because you needed a better bra. Why do you think no one else started the bra company for the members of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee?
1: I think most bra companies were started by men, so that's the first thing. And the second thing, I think a lot of our pain points went unnoticed because you don't see it, right? And there's so many different pain points to solve even within the bra industry. I don't think anyone knew. And a lot of times when I tell people I have a bra company for small-chested women, their first response is, I thought every bra was for small boobs. And I'm like, no, it's not. And these are all the reasons why it doesn't fit me. I get cup gaps or I have to wear a push-up padded bra and I have to explain myself. So now we're trying to you know, seek validation that these problems haven't been solved before.
0: And you've solved it in a huge way, but you've also done it in a really brave way. One of the things that you do frequently is you make yourself the face of the small boob
1: movement. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be the face of the small boob movement? Um, I get a lot of like tags on Instagram, like, hey, I just saw your boobs on like Hulu, or I just saw you on Instagram or a YouTube ad. And I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna come back to me in like 10 years or something, but it's also really cool because that means people can relate to me as a person. Like right. I get a lot of messages now like, oh my God, I relate to your personal story, not just your business, but you feeling the same way that I did about my body when I was 13, for example. So I think it helps people want to talk about it because I'm so, I'm so upfront about talking about it.
0: Walk me through the vulnerability exercise of talking about your boobs on the internet. <laughs> do you ever feel like you've taken a step too far? How do you get yourself hyped up? To, to put yourself in the ads, to put yourself in that media, what
1: is that process? Well, you saw the message from my mom. Uh, <laughs> she sent me a text saying, why are you showing your body to the world? You know, you're the CEO of a company. You need to look classier. Oh, yes. I heard, yeah. yes. Classy, um, classy, classy. Classy. You have to be classy. And I was like, I'm literally repping my you know, my bra, my product, my brand. This is, you know, quite tasteful and classy, if I say so myself. Uh, but to her, you know, there's still that old school stigma of, like, don't show off your body, right? Like, especially your chest. And I think that's what we have to get over is body's a body, like, you know, oh well, whatever. I just feel so comfortable and confident in my body. Like, you know, I don't care if, you know, part of my bra sticks out, like, whatever. It's not, it's not a sexual thing.
0: I love this idea of you being the face of the company and your mom. <laughs> Worrying that you're not classy. Yeah. On the other hand, I think your brand actually really emanates class. It's ex- it's not overly sexual. It's extremely, uh, not modest, but more pr- like practical, mm-hmm. I think is probably yeah. the right
1: word. It's very word. functional. It's
0: very yeah. functional. And it has an elevated feel. It doesn't feel like a Victoria's Secret, for example. I mean, no shade on them, but, or maybe lots of shade on them, I don't know. There's not like this over obsession with hot pink. There's not this over obsession with frilly patterns. It's really about the practicality. Why did you choose such a functionally elegant look for the feel
1: of the Pepper brand? I think a lot of bras out there are too frilly. They're not for every day, right? Like maybe you are someone who likes to wear delicate frilly, you know, hyper feminine bras every day. But for me, it, a lot of it was born from my personal preference of I just wanted a workhorse. Like, give me a bra that makes me feel good every day, no frills, I can wear under anything because confidence should be an everyday thing. And I think that's why we chose our name Pepper as well, is because it doesn't have this connotation of like hyper feminine or sexualized or like too frilly because I think most bra companies have that element to their name.
0: Well, and Pepper is a functional spice, Mm -hmm. but it isn't the thing that makes the whole meal. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So I think it's a great name, it stands out, you remember it, which Mm -hmm. I think is hugely important and also difficult actually. There certainly has been a shift probably, what year did you start the company? 2017. Okay, since 2017 to today, I feel there's been a shift in how much we talk about bodies online, how much we talk about body positivity, whether that is very small chested women or very plus size folks. Like We talk about the whole spectrum these days online. When you think about where Pepper fits into that conversation of really accepting our bodies and making things that work for our bodies, how does your brand fit into that?
1: We're trying to make body positivity, I know that's a very like loaded phrase, but we want everyone to see themselves in that movement. I think body positivity started with the plus size movement, which is awesome because I think everyone should have more things catered to them. But what I noticed was no one was really, you know, championing the needs of the small chested women. And I personally didn't feel like I was represented in most bra companies' ads or their products. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this whole movement is just about everyone should feel like there's something for them. One brand doesn't need to serve everyone, but they should feel like, oh, I know this brand is is speaking directly to Me. And we know there's all these different types of women, right? There's trans women. There's women who just finished breastfeeding. What we hear is like, oh, my boob's deflated after breastfeeding. I was a C cup, now I'm a double A cup. Or, you know, women who work out a lot, they tell us, oh, yeah, I lost all this breast tissue. Now my shoulders are really broad, so my bras don't fit. There's like all these little micro pain points that are already there. We're just trying to bubble them up and and share that.
0: So, I am deeply curious about the answer to this question. How in the world do you find small-breasted folks on the internet? How do you target them?
1: <laughs> well, we ha- we run the gamut of some people responding to our ads like, how did you know, right? And then some are like, oh, you're targeting me wrong. Like, I'm large chested Like, Got you. I-, I shouldn't have seen this ad. But it's really interesting because each of those people, like, think we're, you know, we're specifically talking to them. but. We honestly are just putting our ads out, seeing who responds. And even if you're a larger chest than an honor size group, you might tag a friend, right? You might say, yeah. oh, I saw this. It's not for me, but maybe it's for you. Let me share it with you.
0: Especially girlfriends. Girlfriends are constantly sharing yeah. resources. So the idea of like, oh, this isn't for me, but my girlfriend might actually need this. Let's see if she's interested. You have zero competitors. I literally went on a hunt for anybody else doing small boob bras. You can find a ton of bralettes, mm-hmm. sort of shelf bras or sport bra type things, but nothing that is a functional product. Why do you think you stand so far apart from the competition?
1: I think we a really strong story and community. Um, like it's something people wanna rally around. Like, oh, you're right, like why was flat? a negative thing, right? Like, why do, why do we think that's a bad word? Um, so we start seeding these ideas in our customers and, and us trying to change these perceptions. And I think that's what sets us apart is we're not just making a bra. We're trying to change things and change how people feel about their bodies.
0: Yeah. Flat is not a negative term to me, but do you find that your customers come to you with feeling badly about being flat chested? Yeah.
1: And for me growing up, like they, people would use as an insult, like, oh, you're flat. And even now, like, people are like, oh, I don't, I don't like being called flat. But the question is why? Like, why do you feel bad when someone calls you flat? It shouldn't be. Um, but I think all these things in society have made it that way.
0: Even on a product level, though, this idea of being flat, you've made a strategic decision from the beginning, no hyper padding, no crazy fake boob creating Mm. bras. I remember when I was growing up in the early 90s, it was the biggest deal ever to have this dream bra that had like water in it, that made your breasts look humongous. Oh yeah, it
1: was like a a gel or something. Yeah, Yeah. it was crazy,
0: it was the craziest bra on earth and it literally seemed like a hazard to go out in the world with this bra. Probably flammable. Yeah, you, (laughs) you went the completely opposite direction and said, we're not going to, make our customers look fake we're not going to actually
1: encourage
0: something that isn't real what's the reaction been
1: some people love it and they're like you're right like i should just look like myself and then some people they're still trying to get used to it like "Ooh, but i do want a little bit of shape or i do want a little extra at some moments." so it's trying to cater to both those preferences but still being core to us where our bras should make you feel like you and no one else
0: okay you've been in business for five years. You've built this massive Shopify store. You did it through a whole bunch of really interesting methods. You did a Kickstarter campaign that was wildly successful. You did a fundraising round, you've raised $2.4 million. But at the end of the day, I think, when I look at what's made Pepper, the accelerant that it is, the the fire brand that it is, the word community comes to mind. Does that resonate for you? Yeah,
1: we think of ourselves as community powered.
0: So your website, you go to the website, it's like homepage 70% user generated content.
1: What went into that decision? We wanted to show here's all the diversity and breadth of, of different body types that are in our community and UGC is a great way to tell that story.
0: I'm trying to imagine soliciting titty pics from your customers. How does that go? (laughs) Uh,
1: Send nudes, you know, like DM it it to me, text it to me. I don't care. Just send it to me. And people are like, sure. You know, they feel so good in their bra. They're like, I have to show you what I look like in this bra. Um, So in the beginning, like people would just send it to us. Um, There's
0: something so subversive and also so sweet about it at the same time. Yeah.
1: And it's because it's me, right? Like, because I'm the face of the brand, they're like, oh, I'm sending it to the founder it's not this like black hole I don't know where it goes Um, so in the beginning a lot of it was just these one-to-one relationships of people falling in love sending me content now we have you know a team that actually identifies you know content creators to generate that
0: is there pressure in that for you how so I mean just the having to be the recipient of so many feelings about bodies
1: Yeah, it's tiring um, because you want to be empathetic. You want to listen, um, but sometimes it's a lot. Yeah, so sometimes my DMs blow up with just customers who find me from ads. They tell me their life story, which is like, oh my God, wow, thank you so much for sharing. But a lot of times I can't answer all of them. I just read them, I feel them, but then I I don't always answer.
0: It's an interesting thing of being a community-driven company. Of course, people reach out to you. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful to have Mm -hmm. the community reach out to you. But at the same time, how do you think about getting the community to rely on each other? Have you figured that magic sauce out yet of getting them to talk to each other and, you know, really communicate about these shared feelings?
1: Yeah, we created a Facebook group um, right when the Kickstarter ended because we had all these backers. We we're like, what do we do with you, right? So we just threw them all in a Facebook group, and that organically has grown. We had thousands of people in there now, and they're just like constantly talking to each other. Like, I felt really good about my body today, and people would harp on it. Like, oh my God, you look so good. Like, me too. Sometimes people might say, you know, I don't feel great about my body today. What can I do? And people would give tips. So it's also really great to see.
0: I love that idea. And you maintain that Facebook group still to this day.
1: We we are pretty much hands off because we want it to feel organic and we don't oh, want cool. it to feel like, you know, we're in there watching everything. Um, but I yeah, I like reading it sometimes for myself, too. I'm like, uh, oh, I want a little pick me up. Let me go in there and read something.
0: Super interesting. I think there's so many ways for us to acquire customers and new and diverse ways. And so I want to talk about some of the new and diverse ways that I've seen y'all do it. You're obviously powerhouses at social media. And I'm so
1: honored you even like observed all these things.
0: (laughs) I mean, listen, it's my job to observe who, whom I respect and then bring them into the studio and have a conversation with them. Uh, You're great at TikTok. I love your TikTok. But actually the thing that I was most amazed by was you just recently purchased an ad on streaming TV.
1: Mm -hmm. Did it work? Oh my God. It, it's, I mean, we are doing like Black Friday numbers every day. Are you serious? Since the TV ad went live, yeah. Why do you? Which notice? we made at Suna. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes! Thank you. <laughs> Cheers to that.
1: Bras don't fit small-chested women. Okay, so why is it working so well? Do you think? Um, I think it's for all the reasons we've talked about. It's it's my personal story. We're showing very clear, like here's h- how bras look like on you know regular traditional bra companies, and here's what the pepper bra looks like. And we do it side by side so you can really see the before and after, and it clicks so easily. So that plus my emotional story, I think really resonates with people.
0: It's such a bold move to say, all right, maybe digital channels are exhausted. Let's try TV. It even feels maybe a little old school. What compelled the decision?
1: Well, it's connected TV, is where we started. Gotcha. Um So, a lot of our customers, you know, millennials, they, I mean, I'm watching
0: Hulu. Yeah, streaming and, TV yeah. all
1: the time. Got to watch my Kardashians. Um, <laughs> like,
0: but what an interesting strategy. I get your ad on connected TV about an authentic body need mm-hmm. that is not being addressed by the market, put it amongst a bunch of reality television that is designed to make us feel mm-hmm. horrendously bad about ourselves, and you are the breath of fresh air. Yeah. Black Friday level sales since it launched. Yeah. What has that done to your Facebook and Instagram spend?
1: So I think that's why Connected TV is so cool is it lifts every other channel up. So we've seen the performance of every other channel like TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, like go up as well because of TV.
0: Every single founder of a direct-to-consumer product company right now is telling me their cacks are out of control. Is this your subtle way of telling me your cacks are not out of control?
1: They've actually dropped. What?
0: (laughs) Somebody drop the phone, publish this episode right now, we've got the answer, Jacqueline has found the answer.
1: I've, I've heard that a lot too, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going, I don't, I don't, I don't see the same thing. Um, you know, for us, we've just been getting better and better, and like unlocking these new, like, levels of volume we've never seen before, but out of either very stable CAC or even coming a little bit below what our target was.
0: I, my mind is blown. I mean, the idea that you've been able to manage customer acquisition costs in this market has absolutely changed my mind about maybe it is possible. Because I, I actually have been pontificating on this show that the That's a great end, word. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that the end of cheap CAC was here. Mm. But maybe what you're telling me is that, no, 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 you can still do it. You've just got to diversify, 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 and maybe try something you haven't tried before.
1: I think it's also having everything work better together. It's not in a silo, like TV and then Facebook, like it's, it, they all work together. Because right. if you're a customer, you're engaging on all these different channels. Maybe you see me on TV, you're like, hmm, I'm not ready to buy now, but um, you know, I'll look them, up, look them up on Instagram. Um, so all of it has to work together. All these messages have to work together as well. And you need to have a really seamless experience. Thanks.
0: Thank you for being on our show. I hope you learned something today, not just about how to make amazing products and think through how your customers need you, but that you were inspired by Jacqueline's story. This is your chance to promote the brand. So if you look at that camera right over there, you can tell people where they can check out Pepper Bras.
1: You can check out Pepper Bras at wearpepper.com.
0: If you learned something from Jacqueline today, or you just wanna give her amazing brand Pepper some love, please give this video a thumbs up. And if you are building an e-commerce store and you wanna learn how you can accelerate your growth, you're gonna wanna subscribe to Add to Cart right now and catch the next episode. Thanks for watching and thanks for being here, Jacqueline. Thank you.